keep uh, keep going. I'm taking this live. But uh, yeah, I, I really don't care how they solve it. Uh, but that's just how how it's going to end. And then whatever whatever characters they have that survive this is what uh, I end up with. Okay. But yeah, I thought I thought I'd draw a draw a scene so I can say as you enter this. There's a pool of eerie blue light that washes over you, and this is what you see. Roll will save. What? So that's what I got played for the weekend. Nice. Very nice. Should be should be kind of fun. I ordered that uh, DCC Beginner's Packet, which is going to be a pretty good deal. A set of dice, uh, game screen, and the scratch-offs is worth the $45. And you get a hardback version of the book. Wow. Which I sold, I sold my paperback book to uh, uh, John. Since he's playing in the group. Hmm. So, the hell? Okay, what, what is this? I had to restart my machine. That's why I'm so late. It took forever to wake up and get moving. So, anyone else happy uh, Tucker Carlson is gone? I mean, I he's not me. gone. He's just not there anymore yeah he's he, when was the last, last time you heard from Quebec or bill o'reilly i mean i see bill o'reilly continues to put out random like i don't historical fiction or whatever yeah yeah i don't i i mean i i don't know what the substance is in those books but He's he's he less keeps relevant as a smaller audience. Yeah, he, he keeps cranking weird shit out. So yeah, that was a weird. I just think fun. like Don Lemon also got fired, and there was another person I think um, that got fired the same day. And yeah, it was just oh the fun. the other the other Fox News jackass that was in the process of they were negotiating their contract or whatever. Yeah. Uh. Well. Okay. Laura Trump also, I think, was one of them, but I don't know how much she was doing or what. Oh, uh, from doing. CNN. No, from Fox. Oh. She was one of the ones that was announced as like the third person to lose their job that day. Hmm. Well. Where? I can think of seven hundred eighty-seven million reasons why Tucker was like that. Oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, they, they can say whatever whatever they want. I don't think it was that 787 million reasons. I think it was the other two lawsuits and the untold millions of reasons that are going to come from those. Oh yeah, there's yeah, that's just the like, first. That's like that's when, the first when it's all said and done. The wall. This is going to cost this is going to cost Fox News a couple billion. 
and it couldn't happen to a shittier bunch of human beings. And I use human beings in the loosest, very liberally, because it's kind of a stretch. For somebody who hates China so much, they really could have used the sexual harassment panda to come by and let them know. <laughs> true. Yeah. Very, very true, sir. I, th I think it's funny that his first job offer came over Twitter from Russia. I mean, you knew that. Like in, in minutes, inside of minutes of being fired. Yeah. You mean the first official job offer? Because it's not like he wasn't already getting paid. True. I'll throw that out there. I don't care. That was one of the comments. Yeah, you've been working for them for years. You may as well get paid. Or. Yeah, it's it's good news, I think. Yeah. I think we've probably given them more than enough to talk time, though, at, at this point. Uh, we... I don't know. I think they should be rewarded for letting go people. Why don't they just let go of everyone else and close their doors? Uh, yeah, my favorite network. Any reasonable... There was no reasonable answer behind that. It was just, oh, no you're now we're making us less money than you used to so we're getting rid of you it wasn't like on mortal grounds true <laughs> i'm sorry just the entire idea that they could do anything uh on moral grounds is uh laughable on a good day they are forever anakin in that arena yeah Um, I watched Top Gun over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, the new one was on. Uh, so it was on Amazon or something. Oh yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that it was on there. Uh, it it wasn't bad. I mean, it it brought back all the the same, you know, excitement that the first one did, and and then about the same volumes so it's it was a tom hanks cruise pilot. cruise yeah tom cruise, tom cruise. sorry I, I feel like it'd be a, a vastly different movie if it was tom hanks yeah, yeah. probably his head would at least stick out of the cockpit less running away from himself oh, oh that that was the best part there's actually a part where he gets to do the tom cruise run I think that's in his contract for every movie he makes. I, I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, my God. Tom Cruise run? Are you are you seriously not familiar with the Tom Cruise run? I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. See, I I make fun of it, but I like Tom Cruise, especially his sci-fi. I, I like Oblivion and uh, Minority Report and all those just kind of out there science fiction movies. I, 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 and I, I am a fan of the uh, the Mission Impossible series. That that too. But uh, yeah, uh, so it, it goes all the way back to the firm, Chad. Uh, maybe even before that. Uh, but at some point, I don't know, it's, it probably has been close to 20 years ago now, somebody pointed out that... Uh, Tom Cruise runs in every movie, and uh, and it doesn't look it's right. Weird. Like it, it, it looks. It doesn't look like how a human runs. 
Uh, and straight backed. Looks like he's floating and treading. Like he's Looks trying like to... he's suspended in the air and his legs are treading water. Yeah, like he's trying to prove something. Is really what it comes like. It just looks like he's trying to prove something to someone, uh, and it's not entirely clear what he's trying to prove or to who. Okay. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to Tonki. Well, it's not a requirement to have heard of this. I guess it's it's okay. I I I guess. I don't pay attention to wrestling, so. Me either. Don't know anything about it. I mean, we've got time. That's a pretty card. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, I am going to drop a question in the group chat because uh, I don't want to violate my own NDA with work. Uh, oh, that is cool, Chan. I never have 12,000 gold sitting around there. Or 1,200 gold sitting around. I mean, I might. It's it's 20 bucks. <laughs> I use I don't use strange that much much either. All right. So the question that I just dropped in the group chat, and I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry to anyone at home uh, that you're not going to know what this question was. Uh, that just that's how that's going to be. Uh, Why can't I? I can't say it out loud. Please don't. No. Uh, okay. So, uh, so this is a question that is on uh, is one of our interview questions. Uh, and ultimately, we're not looking for people to uh, to tell on themselves. Um, it's this is not. This, like I have, I have made complaints about this one before. This is the one that got me, uh, got me people that confess to crimes. Uh, oh. This is that question. This is the question that gets okay. that answer. Uh, so I always preface it like, "Hey, it's worded stupid. I know this. This is not a time for you to confess to crimes. Don't tell me about bad things you did. Don't rat yourself out for stuff." I'm not. Because uh, your lawyer or your confessioner. Right. And it's like, I don't want to have to feel the obligation of, do I need to call somebody to report this? Sure. Because that's happened in the past. I, there was a time where I seriously contemplated calling Child Protective Services uh, based on an answer to this question. Uh, so wow. I asked this question today. And uh, now we have talked of, we have talked about AI in the past. And uh, I think collectively, we don't have a whole lot of love for AI. No. Not the, uh, not the art AI, not the writing AI, like none of that bullshit. Like we, we don't have a ton of love for that um, because we, we, after much talking, uh, and thank you for clarifying aspects of it that I didn't understand initially, like we have a good clear, I think, understanding now of uh, the threat that AI poses to the livelihood of creative people. Yes, and I I think that is the most succinct way to put that. Uh, the law there is a long term threat to creatives, yes. um, especially after that asshole made a children's book. Because mm. fuck him, you, you saw that right? Yeah, I did not see what we were talking about. Okay, you used did a children's book in a weekend with AI art and AI yeah. words. Yeah, 
he used uh, one he used uh, one program to to generate the art and another to generate the words and slapped his name on it. And then he bragged about it like everybody was supposed to be like, oh my god, what an accomplishment! And that backfired because oh yeah, know. yeah, yeah, so much hate, uh, justifiably because like that absolutely shit on uh, people who uh, make children's books as a profession or uh, people who like genuinely have passion about creativity and the things that they do. Because his reasoning for this was not because he's a creative person or because he wanted to do something creative; it was to see if he could. Mm -hmm. which is fair but then don't sell it right it's like you you can do it and say hey look i did this and it's like okay cool that that would have been an accomplishment like okay cool i can see i can see what you did there okay i i can i can respect it to that uh, to that extent but uh he's making money off of not doing anything but putting his name on it and uh, that doesn't sit right i bought a computer Okay, fair enough. We're rewarding him for buying a computer, but neither here nor there. So, I asked this question during uh, during a job fair today in one of the interviews, and uh, the uh, the person that I was talking to uh, proudly explained to me how they researched the uh, AI that can uh, write papers. Uh, and found a way to get the AI to not just write the paper, but to kick out citations as well. Hmm. Did they check that those citations went anywhere? Because yes, no, no, no. Like she, she fact checked okay. it to make like she fact. She's like, and I made sure that it read right, and uh, and you know, and that it flowed and made sense, and that the citations were correct. Uh. And did this for a college class. Some of those were fact-checking things that uh, didn't actually uh, exist. Like they credited fake articles. So, and uh, like was putting it out there, not like did this as an experiment, but like as a, as a thing that they were proud of. Mm -hmm. That'll get you. And I, as soon, and this is, this is the first question in our interviews. I didn't end it right there because I was like, I might be overreacting. I'm a writer. I've got real strong feelings about, uh, about AI that writes, uh, very much the way Ray has strong feelings about the AI that, that does the, does the pictures. Uh, and so I'm like, maybe I'm overreacting. I'm going to get a second opinion on this before I, before I finalize. Fuck no. <laughs> that I don't want to, I don't want to hire this person. Uh, and so I, I make it all the way through. Do we, do we record these interviews? No. Oh, too bad. You could send that to our college. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have a resume, so I know where she goes to college. <laughs> Uh, and so it was like, like we go all the way through and that was the only thing that stood out to me, but it stood out to me as a huge integrity issue. Sure. And I was like, but am I over, am I overreacting? That was my big question. Yep. And, and so I, I asked one of the HR people running it. I gave them absolutely, this is a dude I have never talked to before. 
uh, other than to like hand him paperwork and he says, thank you. And I say, you're welcome. And that's the extent of, of, uh, uh, of this guy's conversations with me. Uh, I only talk to him during job fairs and it, it is purely a thank you. You're welcome exchange. Anytime we've talked. So I was like, Hey man, you got a second. And he's like, yeah. And so I grabbed a chair, sat down beside him real quick. And I was like, okay, I need to run this past somebody. And you are completely disconnected from everything that happened. So I just want to get your opinion on this. And I ran it past, I ran it past him and he's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel, he's like, uh, I don't feel good about that as like a thing that people would do. And I was like, okay, was, cool. he, fam was he familiar with the, uh, he's the... like, he was familiar with it as a thing. Oh, and, and he's like, and, yeah. yeah. And he's like, wait, they told you this as an answer. Yeah, he's like, why? This is not a smart. Are they Gen Z? I assume. Uh, yeah, I, I whatever's after that. Isn't that the latest one? Is it the latest one? Question. I don't know. I it looked like a child. I I couldn't tell you. Yeah, no, like the the one after that is still millennials, like freshmen in high school. Oh, okay. Okay, so then no, uh, so then yeah, I guess I guess. I mean, there, there's there's devil's advocate here. There is props to using the tools at hand. Yes, but this would definitely fall under. I mean, like no using Cliff's notes kind of kind of thing. So. Um, well, I don't know how how they would justify this to themselves. So what what field are they studying? I hope it isn't the law. Here's the thing. That's why I said they were Gen Z. They're all on TikTok now, and that's like the big thing. It's like, yeah, well, all my other friends are cheating on this test, and people are taking it and doing it correctly and getting a worse grade. So they're just starting to use AI to cheat because it gets them a better grade. Yeah. But they're all talking about it on TikTok, and the more they talk about it on TikTok, the more normal it becomes. And then they're like, "Well, everybody else is using it, so it's got to be okay." Mm -hmm. I'm so getting that, passed that over. Their justification by is everybody is basically like, "You know what? Fuck it. I don't care about the job interview process. I'll cheat to do whatever, and then fake it till yeah. you make it," type of thing. And I'm getting passed over. Actively climbing a tree by someone's using a ladder, so I may as well use a ladder. Right, or it's going to be unfair anyway. I may as well cheat to get the best advantage because other people are also cheating, so why shouldn't I? Right. But effectively, I'm going to blame TikTok just for the fact that everyone keeps talking about it and all the things that you can do, and it's become just acceptable because enough people are talking about it. Mm. But yeah, so that was that was the thing that happened, and uh, th that was how I finished my day today. But at the same time, you also see like every day people talking about getting fired from their jobs because they were making TikToks about work. So, you know, they might have gotten fired anyway as soon as they got hired if they go home and start making TikToks about their job. Well, I mean, I think we fired somebody recently because they were making TikToks at work. Yeah. 
And it's real weird because people push out like to post at certain times and then it's like, well, it was posted during work hours and then they argue about it. But like, yeah, there's oh, a no, lot no. of people. These are, making... these are, I, I'm, I'm specifically referring to like, they're catching no, yeah. people who are like broadcasting in the office, right? At their desk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's happening as well, but I'm like a lot of people lose their jobs because they're doing stupid shit because they've never had to, you know, have a real job before or have rules because the last few years of school have been pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. We're going to pass you during COVID. Well, it, it's also, it's also hilarious because like the stupid shit is just getting stupider. Oh yeah. It's totally amplified. And then they'll go and complain once again on TikTok. Oh my God, I got fired for doing this totally th stupid thing that I feel like I should have been able to do. Pretty much. And then they act like the victim and then they get a few more likes, but no money. And then they have to stay living with their parents for an extra year. So yeah, I mean, it's not a great environment, but uh, at least they got some likes. I guess. Yes. That was it. That was what I had. That was that was what I that was the AI thing I wanted to talk about. Well, uh, my daughter came home to uh, go to AU tonight to listen to her boyfriend present his thesis, you know, for graduation, and uh, she was talking about before she left. She was talking about her professor, and she had me. He posts these questions on a website and they're supposed to answer the questions and the one she had me read was talking about how uh, some children these days have a vocabulary less than 850 words so it's hard for them to articulate their wants and needs and uh, you know concerns so they bite people and then they learn this behavior of why ask for or why speak why try to com communicate when i can just bite to get what i want okay that was the question where was the question I, it, it, exactly i it, it okay. was like you know nine lines long in this paragraph you know i that's a short version of it. There wasn't a question mark in the block. I'm like, and she goes, yeah, this guy's impossible. So she should walk into class and bite the professor. It's, it's, it sounded like that question was written by AI. I'm noticing a lot more articles look like they're written by AI. Um, yeah, you had mentioned that. Cause things are just slightly off and it's like, that's technically, the right way to say it, but nobody would ever say it like that. Like those words all make sense as it's like, you know, noun, verb, whatever. But those are not nouns and verbs that anybody that's writing would put in that order. Right. And then it's still fucking repetitive. Like everything is just rehashing the same stupid things six times in the same article because they got it. I don't know if it's a word count. I think it's because of the Google 
wants everything to look a certain way, but it's like they're almost there explaining like this person, a human actor, a human is a thing that like, you know, it just gets real stupid. Like, yeah, I came to the article, like even I was looking at fucking recipes today for something. And it's like, I don't need 15 paragraphs before you tell me, put these three things together and shake. Like, I don't give a fuck about your grandma or anything else that it wasn't even a good story. It was just, fucking nonsense because if you don't write nonsense google won't put you in the right algorithm so sounds sounds about right so yeah i I, I guess my point was that the professor is using ai to write the questions which are not questions and the students are using ai to answer the not questions basically no one's learning anymore and no one's teaching that's not true the ai is improving yeah, the AI is improving. And I'm excited for AI. I, I guess you can argue. <laughs> you can argue it is a collection of human knowledge. Yeah, we had to input this. It is grabbing it from previous shit. But I mean, to be fair, I enjoy hanging out on the teacher subreddit to read the stuff that happens because, like, their profession is basically about a year away from just fucking imploding yeah and oh yeah that's, that's like, wonderful to hear since my daughter's going to school for that oh god no please don't well she's like school, but... <laughs> okay yeah like they're actively talking kids out of going into education right now for college because you'll basically never pay your bills and it's only getting worse because as teachers quit, they just dump a few more people in the classroom or, well, we can't fail anybody now because you got to give them a 50% even if they do zero work because we can't, can't afford anybody. you to pay you as a teacher if we don't pass this many kids. So lower right. the bar. Like It looks bad for their numbers if a bunch of kids don't graduate, but if they don't do anything, like they can fuck around an entire year and take like a two-week summer class and get credit. So why would they try? Yeah. And it's gotten absurd to the point that like even with their well-documented whatever, the admins will just go in there and change the grade to a passing grade to move them along. And there's kids, it's like they're saying like, oh, well, you got to grade them based on what their grade level should be or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we're trying to, but my high schoolers are reading at a second grade level. Like, how do you, how do you figure out what should be appropriate for ninth and 10th graders when they read like second graders? Like, cause they've been just passed along for the past six years. Yep. So yeah, I, I don't see how it gets better. And as they just continue to push for stupid, useless private schools and parents having control, like, cause the parents want control over all the books and all the other shit that's there. But as soon as it comes time for homework or discipline, the parents like, well, not my job. Right. So how dare you fail my kid. Right. And they talk about it. Like, you know, like people are saying, like, Oh, I keep a spreadsheet and like 80% of the people just don't respond when I send emails saying like, Hey, teacher, missed it. Sorry, kid missed an assignment, kid did whatever. And they're like, and I've got them all written down. And every time, and at the end of the year, when they come back and say, Oh, can you give them an assignment to help them up their grade? I'm going to be like, you didn't answer these 15 emails. Fuck off. But like, 
it really is I, I i don't see how it continues on the way that it is like there's too many stupid rules and restrictions all the shitty little governments are trying to put into place and there's just not enough pay not enough time everybody is burnt out and eventually they are all going to be in a mental hospital or another profession because I can go work at fucking Jimmy John's and get paid a teacher salary right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, you could depressing. be a retail store manager and make more. Oh, like twice as much sometimes. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, Aiden is working through a couple of opportunities that he has that uh, could end up being um, lucrative. I mean, even McDonald's, some of the, you know, shift managers, those types of things are getting up into the 70, 80K if you're there a bit and you rise up enough. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. there, There you have people that will actually have to listen to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why anybody would stick around in teaching right now in in a lot of districts. Like, there are still, like, I feel like our district's pretty good for the most part. Like, there's still going to be some shitty parents, but, like, we at least have funding, and occasionally they get a new school once a decade. Like, you know, not in the same school replaced, but, like, you know. Right. The couple of the middle schools will get replaced one year and then five years later a couple of the junior highs and whatever. But yeah, I don't I don't know how they continue on doing that job with the kids. Cause like even even just dealing with my kids and their friends has been just Makes me feel like an old timer. Like, remember when we could hit kids? Cause like, <laughs> I just want to hit kids way more than I should have to want to. It's like, well, the, I'm actively having neighbor kids talk back to me like they are the adult. Well, I remember. Like, you would have been with two black eyes had this been the 80s. I remember I was just out of college and I was delivering pizzas to you know, make ends meet kind of thing. I had a job at the paper, it paid like shit, and I was working delivering pizzas. And I was going down the street and I turned onto one street and this kid stepped off the curb like right in front of me and I slam on my brakes and I beat my horn and he flips me off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should have just run you over then? Oh, I, I, I remember thinking... When I was a kid, if that was me stepping off the curb, I'd be like, oh, shit, sorry, you know, and jump back off, off the sidewalk, let the car go by, and then look both ways like I should have begun being with. But now you can't hit the kid. You can't, not not with a car, but you can't discipline kids. You can't okay. yell at them. You can't <laughs> you you can hit the car before, but. You can't do anything to correct them. They have. You know, Basically, the lowest common denominator has gotten all the the power taken away from people who should be teaching to correcting and giving it to the people who are misbehaving. 
bike. I had a fucking old boomer, like I was driving down High Street the other day, and he just started walking in the crosswalk, and I had to swerve to get out of the way, and he pointed at the crosswalk, and it's like, yeah, but you didn't have the light. My light was green. Your crosswalk light was still orange, like, don't even start. And he pointed at the side or the crosswalk like it's a magical everybody stops for me because I'm in the crosswalk. And it's like, that's not how this shit works. Right. America. I don't know. I, I it, Like, it is getting worse with just general interactions with the public because I'm seeing many more people, like, running red lights than I ever have. Like, full-on red for two seconds, and they're just like, fuck it, I'm going. Not like, oh, it was close. Like, the other car has started to pull out, and they're just, like, running past them. That's what brakes are for. But I, I saw it four times in the last, like, eight, ten days. Like, absurd amounts of, yeah, that was red for two two and a half seconds and you just blew through it. And like, they just had somebody get shot on the highway or, you know, slightly off the highway in a road rage incident in Columbus. And Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was fucking nightmarish to get out of town then. Yeah, it was... Jesus Christ, everything was... Even the fucking surface streets were bullshit. It was awful. I mean, it was terrible that somebody got shot, though. Right, right. It was, I mean, don't, don't misunderstand me. I don't like, know. It, it's better that somebody I, got shot. It, it, like, my I don't know the story. He my, may have deserved it. Yeah, I, I, well, regardless, like, my commute does not, like, my shitty commute does not trump somebody getting shot. Are even you if, sure? Even if they deserve it. Because it kind of sounds like you're saying they kind of deserved it. Uh, I didn't say they deserved it. Dylan said they might have deserved it. Oh, I, I said they might have deserved it. Okay, there you go. See? I, I think we all were thinking it. I mean, well... I was just thinking that, you know, the person that shot him should get an extra charge for delaying traffic. I mean, that seems the most reasonable. Yeah, you get uh, manslaughter... Uh, available for parole in three years for the, the murder. But uh, we're going to give you uh, 17 to life for all the people that missed their appointments and got home a half hour late. Mandatory minimum sentencing. Cops didn't get to the donut shop before it closed. Yeah. You know how much donuts are at full price? Come on. Yeah. Missed happy hour. I when the traffic stopped, I slammed on the brakes and spilt my beer. Somebody should have to pay for that. Oh, that's from Back to the Future. I spilled that beer all over me when that car crashed into me. We have completely veered off the rails at this point, gentlemen. No, I think no. we're right on track for where we normally are. Do you mean are as we? a society or as a show? Yes. <laughs> well, we are a reflection of society. Take, take so. your pick, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you need to talk more about receding hairlines? And hey, I think our show was just fine. I listened to it and I thought it was gold. It was old man gold. It was. It was definitely mined, <laughs> dug out of the ground. <laughs> I don't like you right now. It was a fever dream of uh, 
of topics, though. I mean, we just it was really blitzed. Was. We blitzed through everything. Started out with science, and then like every time you started talking about something, one of you <laughs> I would, interrupted. It. I would squirrel and hit this half something else. Yeah. Uh, I I expected nothing less. Hold on just a sec, guys. Oh. Is there a cloud out there you need to yell at? Oh, well, there was no Mandalorian. Mm -mm. Well, we didn't talk about the finale last week because uh, it was so new. Oh, I was okay. listening to... Spoiled it while I was standing in the office on Wednesday. It's like, dude. Yeah, that's it. That. You were talking about that. I thought it ended pretty much the only way. If they're going to have a final season next season, and it's basically just going to focus on the uh, Din and Din Grogu. Maybe. Okay. Then it basically has cleared all the other storylines enough that he can, you know, check in with them once in a while and they're doing their thing, but he's off doing, you know, his journeys. Because they're going to have a movie, so apparently. You know, one more season and then a movie to tie it all up. Well, at least one more season. Oh, is that it? That, uh, like, it... I saw articles a, a couple of weeks ago that were like, this might, this was supposed to be maybe final season or maybe there was going to be one more. And then Favreau did an article or Favreau did an interview and he's like, I'll, that was pretty much, he's going to keep making it as long as they let him. Well, I think part of it was they also said the Mandalorian is not specifically Din. Din. So, and Jaro they can just start putting whatever Mandalorian they want in there going forward. And yeah, it's, a, pe it's a people. Yeah. Right. So if they want to come up with a whole other whatever and go through it, I also heard that uh, Boba Fett was not excited about it. He was mad because he was supposed to be in the third season. And he was like, well, because I guess the book of Boba Fett still isn't renewed or? No, it's not. Okay. It did He's not. Like, it, it's it was like the Mandalorian, two point five, that right. But like, I liked it. I wish they would have done more of it. But he was like, this dude showed up and stole some of my episodes, and I didn't even get an invite. He was he was like actively pissed about it, in whatever interview he was doing. So I don't know. Hey, uh, can can I interrupt for just a second? You can try. Okay, I just I have a question for Ray because I know Ray owns the game. Uh, mm -hmm. Over Overwatch Two. I don't own that. Oh, okay. I I own Overwatch. Is Overwatch fun? Overwatch is fun. It's a shooter. Well, I mean, Overwatch... it's a shooter. It's a it's a first person shooter with superpowers. Yeah. I mean, Overwatch Two is free, and I was like, well. Overwatch Two is free. Yeah. Hmm. That's fun. You yeah, they see. they changed a few things and made it work a little different, but uh, I think uh, uh, 
Brad plays it every week with his friends still, so. Okay, well, I mean, since I have to redo my PlayStation again and queuing up things that are going to download overnight, I might as well try and download something. Yeah, check it out. Okay. I, I always joked that since I was playing... Uh, playing Borderlands, I should go back and play some Overwatch with them because my aim had to have improved. Yeah, yeah. I, you have said that before multiple yeah. times. But uh, I never did just because I want to build a character, not run around for five minutes, dying a bunch of times. Yeah. I did go over to his house last night. We watched... Uh, Ant-Man Quantum Mania. Oh, yeah? How was yeah. it? I liked it. Of course, I love Paul Rudd. I love I love that whole cast. Um, the story was cool. Kang looked awesome. Yeah. His technology, his, his suit. It, and that's as close to... Like, the first time we see... Uh, Thanos in full in Avengers when he's got the you know gold outfit. That's close, but I want to see him in the blue and gold. You know, that's Thanos. Right. Kang looked like Kang. Sure. Okay. It, it, okay. it was cool. And the I don't see what people people bitched about it. I thought it looked fucking amazing. Yeah. There's there's so many varied humanoid forms in it because everything is, you know, these like one guy's got like looks like a broccoli stalk for a head, you know. And one one character is really funny. He's that he like expels this goo so somebody else can drink it and then everyone you can understand what everyone else is saying. But he's fascinated with other people because they have holes and he doesn't. Because how many holes do you have? Yeah, to Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd's like, ah, and somebody walks up. He has seven. Paul, he can see on Paul Rudd's face. He's like counting, like right. doing the mental math. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it's it's both fun. I, if, if I had one complaint, and I I think Brad agreed. We wish Modoc wasn't as goofy as he was in the okay. movie. I don't mind the MCU origin of Modoc. I don't. I think that was cool. I I just wish he he kind of played him a little goofy, and he was sure. like that way on purpose. I wish he was a little more homicidal, you know, a little angrier about right. you know what he what had become of him rather than you know just. Being ha but other than that, good time. Okay. Yeah, I feel like people are way too complaining about shit these days, and it's like I don't really know why. Like they used to just be happy to have Marvel movies, and now they're like, oh my god. Well, wrong in this three-hour movie, and the whole series is doomed. Yeah, we were talk saying something about that. Like, they judge every single hero movie 
you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, okay? They're measuring that against Endgame. No, that's a that's a different kind of story. Right. That's that's 22 that's 22 movies in one. You know, it, that's that's harkening back to the first Avengers. Yeah, so you can you can't judge this by that. Is this a good movie? Did it tell the story that you that you understood or did it introduce the ideas that uh it needed to and move on. Right. Because imagine going back and watching Iron Man like after, like if it was released after all this other stuff had come out. And oh, yeah. How many people would have just been? Be like, wow, they phoned this in. Right. But like, I want there to be more shows where it's just people being goofy sometimes because there were entire comic books where people were just goofy. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some variety. And, like... and Hank Pym was a serious character. He was a serious Ant-Man, you know, in the in the comics, and that's the way they portray him in these movies. Scott Lang is a different kind of character. So, right, it's the same should, thing. He like should be Thor. a different personality. I don't need to see the Jedi every time. I just want a bunch of things set in that universe. Yeah, like, I could watch. Well, Five different things where it's just, hey, here's what's happening in this world. Doesn't have to tie into anything. I don't need anything else. I just need somebody that knows what they're doing directed a movie about some part of that world. You throw in one or two references, you call it a day. Right. But like everybody's like, wow, if this isn't actively explaining things, then fuck them for having a guest star. Yeah. I don't get it. The the under the subatomic uh, landscape that they created, you know, absolutely digitally, uh, in in that movie was awesome. I mean, the it, I could just watch the movie looking at the horizon behind the characters. There was enough going on. There was enough to see. It was freaking beautiful. So, I don't. You never, you would never see that, right? Ten years ago, they they couldn't do that. They can't totally dip you into a alien world, and fill it with that many moving parts and moving people and dialogue and action. Yeah, it's just God, give it a chance. I mean, I did see that they're trying to get back to more established directors in certain things because clearly they've made some poor choices in things and some choices that people don't even know they made that was poor. Like, uh, the example they were given was, you know, when they're having, like, the dinner scene in Black Widow where they're, like, sitting down as a family doing whatever. And, like, it was the one time where they weren't actively just doing fighting things. They were sitting down like a family with that dynamic. The mm-hmm. director wanted that cut. The actors wanted that cut. And, like, Scarlett Johansson wanted that cut. And it's like, that's a reason why you shouldn't give them full creative control over anything. Because 
they listed like three other examples of like scenes that people liked or that were really good for the actual movie. That really hit like, with the fans. Yeah. This is pointless. Why do we got this? It's like, well, you got to show some depth to your character. And if you don't, it's going to be a real shitty movie. But, right. You need, you need spaces to breathe. Yeah. Right. And I feel like they're spending way too much of their time not doing that. And that's why they're basically saying like, hey, we're going to start hiring some directors that aren't complete idiots or that will actually keep in the parts that we need because everybody's trying to come up and like reinvent the wheel when you just need to sometimes follow the Don't script. Tell the story that you you have. Right. Stop trying to make everything an epic. Just tell the story that you have. Right. I, I mean, know. one of my favorites is Winter Soldier. That's a very ground-level superhero story. I mean, no one flies other than, you know, Falcon, you know. But it's it's a spy movie set in a superhero universe. I It works right. from front to back. You, and, you need one of those every couple of movies where it's just yeah. like, hey, we're going to go with this trope here and just make it a fun movie instead of everything have to be, oh, the big bad is here every minute of the day. Right. And the big bad is played by six actors because he's completely CGI, but they mocap one guy. One guy's a stand-in. Yeah. You know, it takes two guys to work the armature of the hand when he has to interact with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that for every movie. Right. No. No, we don't. Like, I love Thor, and everybody's like, oh, it's too goofy. That's the yeah. whole fucking point. Yeah, I love Ragnarok. It was goofy. Everybody loves it. Well, I, I could live without the hammer scenes in uh, the jealous hammer sliding in when he's trying to steal the Mjolnir. Uh, I, I could live without that stuff, but... Ragnarok was a refreshing change in that series. It really was. It definitely uh, reinvigorated his uh, 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 the name Thor in MCU. Because right. really, the only thing that was keeping it going was Chris Helmsworth. Right. His, they had, his, they his had the actor. right actor for it. They just yeah. weren't using They needed well. somebody that could tell the tell a story in a cosmic level. And you know, that's what Thor is. He's a Norse barbarian in a cosmic world. Let him do that. Whatever that ends up being. So Ray, you did mention one thing about writing a story about what happens when all the economy crashes because they just voted on raising the debt limit today and it's not going to happen, so. Oh, my, yeah, my old man fever rant. Yeah, That yeah. was an idea I had while I was driving to Chad's house. That may become true before we actually get a chance to write about it. Yeah, but I, it's it's one of those, my point was, I can have those ideas, but I have no idea how to research that. How would I even write that? I can dream up the world that 
would come about afterwards. I'm but have to I can't really to see how see how it would um, affect day to day lives immediately after that would get us to the you know this is a zombie apocalypse with no zombies. There's just no money, <clears throat> right? Uh, well, uh, they're. Uh, here I can I can kind of speak to that because uh, I had to make some logical jumps in some of the stuff that I wrote. Um, I, and I'll, I'll at least tell you the direction that I would go um, without having listened to what you talked about. So, uh, if but if you're trying to connect something with real or semi-real events, um. My path is usually keep it as close to reality as possible uh, and only lie as much as you need to. Okay. No, that's it. That's my writing style. Uh, like I'll, I, um, I'll use historical events or like real shit uh, and I twist it only as much as I need to to make it fit the narrative. Um, yeah, my, my, I guess my dilemma was, I don't know about world economies. Ah, well, that's, yeah, I don't, that's research. I don't know about, yeah, I don't know how to research that. Uh, I don't know how, you, how to. Out. see, I mean, that's, that's it, where it, it gets, that's oh. where it gets fun. Uh, and, uh, and it works out even better if you've got ADHD, uh, because you end up just going, I, I got a bit. Uh, you start down a rabbit hole and you're like, I need to look up this one thing. And then the next thing you know, you're looking up obscure boot styles from the 19th, from the early 19th century. I do that with art. I, I go and like, I need freaking reference for this thing I'm drawing. And then I reference that and I see one picture and I'm like, oh, what is that? Oh, what? Uh, give me more of that. I'm like, what did I come here for? You know, it's like, why did I walk in the kitchen kind of thing? That, it's like, oh, that isn't yeah. ADHD. That's freaking being well, old. I mean, there, there, is that, there is that as well. But that that is uh, the past two big things that I wrote. That was, that was how I navigated through them. And uh, some of it comes off, I have to believe, almost fever dreamish of like, where the fuck is this coming from? And it's just like... I started doing research and found cool shit. Now I'm like, I'm going to find a way to work that in. I don't know how. Well, I was talking to Brad at work one day about that and writing in general. Because I was reading a short story. It was it was more of a, uh, I don't want to say a romance, but basically a, a couple meeting kind of story. And... Uh, the backstory, like the male character had experience in like running a automated business kind of thing. And there was this whole realistic sounding jargon that he was using because he was talking to the girl's father about how he could, you know, automate it his factory and do this and this and i'm like geez how much do you have to freaking research to look how much do you have to learn about that stuff to write it so it's believable to me 
They, Not to mention believable to somebody who actually knows about that shit. Okay, that I can that I can speak to because uh, an author I follow on Facebook actually talked about that uh, something very similar. Uh, a vast majority of writing is research. Yeah, that's why I like fantasy. I can just like make it's, it up. Uh, yeah. I mean, even 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 in my my weirdest fiction there's still a good amount of research that goes into that because it needs to make sense well i wonder how many people's heads exploded when they read my strip where sal explained why the captain is lost i mean i hope no one because that's a liability but well i don't give a shit if their head exploded per se but you know, that whole rant he has about, uh, you know, the captain transported in an atomic level. It's theorized that his molecules could slip between realities in transmission. You know, I don't know if that's that's even theorized or what. I just made it up because it fit the story I wanted to tell. Uh, I mean, that that's okay, though. That's that's. That's the sci fi techno techno babble that you include that gets included. And that's that's a thing tachyons and all that shit yeah i mean sometimes sometimes you're able to base it in in reality like the martian where it's like kind of day after tomorrow level technology sometimes you gotta fudge it a little yeah there's things that i there's ideas for stories i have that you know i've said here you go jeff make this work Basically, because I have no idea where to start, I would know. I would not know how to begin to tell this story, just because I don't know what I need to know to make this sound believable. Um. Yeah, that's. I. I. I kind of go overkill on my when I start doing research. Uh, like I, I oh. needed to research pirates, and uh, like I am all up on the golden age of piracy and uh, the uh, piracy of the Vikings in the oh god, what was it, sixth century? As far back as the sixth century, I believe. However far back you have to go to get Ingvar the Well traveled, or far uh, Vineland. All that. Uh, Ingvar the far traveled. Yeah, the guy who Newfoundland. Uh no, no, he went way farther than that. Oh, okay. Like, he claims he did. Well, he, he they found evidence that, like they they have found evidence that doesn't make sense that clearly points to Vikings, in parts of the world where Vikings were not known to have gone. Correct. What was it? There was something he acquired in India. Yes. In India. Uh. That was why I went down. Okay. That was why I went down that whole path of exploration. Uh, when I just because I, I I read about him specifically and I was like, oh, that's fun and it fits with the bullshit I'm doing right now. Uh, so I just I just made him go like a thousand miles farther than he actually did. But at that point, he'd already gone a ridiculous distance to begin with. Right. I mean, the alternative, Ray, just write whatever the fuck you want, man. 
Yeah. I mean, that's, you start that's... with writing down all the ideas, and then you see how many of them overlap, and then you pick a couple, and you research the ones that overlap the most. Like, Well, my solution is the uh, um, Harry Potter approach. My character's an idiot and doesn't know anything, so therefore the reader doesn't know anything. <laughs> he knows stuff when it slaps him in the face. Which sometimes works, like... I mean, you kind of have to have some of the background of what you wanted to do, and then you just bring it up as it happens. Yeah. True story. It depends. Uh, it's worked for me for 210 strips so far. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Dylan, uh, before, yeah. I for before I forget, and only because I sat on it, uh, I sat on my request for way too long uh when i get the ending finally well when i get the connective tissue that ties the ending of my second one uh to the rest of the second one uh can i get you to read that one as well yeah okay it'll depend on how much adderall i have but uh yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I basically get a couple of hours a day of focused whatever i've got to do and work has been super slow because our new month doesn't start again until Saturday. So mm -hmm. I had to rush to get a bunch of stuff done for quarter end. And that left me basically an extra week of not having anything to do. So fair enough. It worked out well this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I was just super stoked uh, that, that you, well, one, that you agreed to read it. Two, that you said you liked it. Uh, and three, that you read it in two days. Which tells you that I did like it. Yeah, that was. I, I haven't read like a full on, like I've started reading or doing more books on tape for stuff because my brain just literally will start to read things. And well, I guess that was mostly before I got my medication, but like my brain kept on bouncing from line and back to the other line and back to the other line. And none of the sentences made sense because it literally would not read lines in order. It would just bounce around. And so I kind of gave up on reading for a bit there. And I, I mean, there, there is a specific sort of a writing style that I was, I, I'm going for as well, uh, especially with that series of stuff. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, a kind of a mashup of uh, like Dresden files, in that that sort of world that exists already uh with uh the the pacing of this one's not going to be one that most people have heard of but the sandman slim series uh which is equally fantastic um the books are not super long but they're also not chaptered which some people are not cool with Okay. It, it like it it starts and it runs from beginning to end and occasionally there's maybe like three or four asterisks that'll like break up a section of text but otherwise it doesn't have chapters like it's just it's the book and the book is the the, the, the book is what it is and it, go, it and it just and they they go at a good clip okay. yeah i can see that like and and that's that was how I was. I was like, man, I hope I'm not going too fast. But uh, no, no I, 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 I was good on that. Um, it was yeah. 
I don't know if chapters would have been better or worse. Like, basically, the chapters were only useful, like, the titles were only useful for if the doc reset and I lost my place. Okay. Otherwise, it was, I mean, I would have liked pages to tell, like, how far into it I was, but that's not going to be a concern on an actual. Well, the, I sent you the backup, like, a backup version, which was... Like the it, if it's done in the proper software that I, it's all set up in that I use, it's uh, it looks a whole lot better. Right. It's it's got page numbers and all that other all that other shit. The backup doesn't. The backup is just all the text. Okay. Just every time I'm reading, I like every couple of pages. I need to check and see how far I am and how much is left and things, just because that's what my brain does. And it was a little like well. There's X amount of sections, but they could all be super short or super long. Nobody knows. But that's not even a concern going forward. So, nope, it worked. Well, that's good because because uh, in the second one, there's a bunch of really, really short sections and a bunch of really, really long sections. Okay. I might like some page numbers on that version. Yeah, that's uh, that's fine. Um the short sections after you after you hit the first one, uh, it, like as soon as you hit the second one or any of the ones, any of the other ones, uh, you'll know immediately that it's another short section. It was a narrative. I I made narrative choices in the second one that I didn't make in the first one because I I was like, yeah, I, I'm happy with how the first one turned out. I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make some. Some, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some chances here. Uh and I I don't know if it works, uh, because so far I haven't let anybody look at the second book. Um the second one have a Loch Ness monster in it. It does not. The second one is the one that features uh de-herring a Bigfoot. Okay. Or de deferring a Bigfoot, I guess. That a that a common practice? No, but it, 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 it narratively it makes sense. Remember they did that. In, wasn't that Adventure Brothers? Wasn't the Bionic Man friends with uh, Brock Samson and he's helping him run from the government and they shaved Bigfoot. Oh God! Did I get my idea from there? And he's like, he's like, no, you could have told, you could have told me he was a dude, <laughs> because you know the Bionic Man and Bigfoot were a couple, and Brock didn't realize that until he shaved the Bigfoot. It was a dude. Fair enough. That. Oh man. I may have to go back and watch that and compare that to what I've got written because uh, you just tuck that one away in your psyche and just tuck is pretty accurate because there there is some talk about the Bigfoot dong just flopping around uh, when the fur's not there to hide it anymore. Yeah, that that was definitely tucked in your psyche, probably some kind of uh, trauma. Uh, so, yeah. Would not be surprised. Ten out of ten. Do not recommend. There is that. 
pap smear taste testers. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. So I, I had told Chad before we started uh, before we started tonight that I I, I was going to try and give a, a video game review because I feel like I could give a pretty accurate one. Um, that's not super biased one way or the other uh i have i picked it up as soon as it uh like i pre-ordered it and was ready for it when it came out dead island 2 came out last week um it's been out since friday and i i i am overall loving it um i i question why they bothered giving it the title that they did because it's not on an island <laughs> or i mean i guess technically it's an island if you consider north and south america combined as kind of one island because they're sort of surrounded by water yeah, it meets the basic definition uh so i, I mean i guess if you're i think, if I think there's a landmass volume that basically takes it to a continent right so i mean i so there's uh, that because the uh, the game is set in uh, uh, its version of the L.A. area. That is definitely not an island. Right. But it's like Bel Air, Beverly Hills, Venice Beach. I mean, I think an island at least requires water. And it, there, there's plenty LA. of water. There is absolutely yeah, plenty so. of water, um, so that that is the one thing that I scratch my head about. Uh, but all in all, very good game. Um, it's it's what I what I expected because uh, I I played the first one, I played the uh, the sort of second one that was not numbered two but had a subtitle Riptide, <clears throat> uh, and then these sort of spiritual successors that were Dying Light and Dying Light 2 that uh, went from just sort of first-person zombie smashing to uh, incorporating elements of parkour into the whole thing. Parkour! Which... Uh, I hate parkour. I, I mean, and I, I'm okay with it in those games uh, because those games are built with the idea of platforming in, in the first-person shooter from Go. Like they're built with that in mind, but other like first person shooters that just start randomly including platforming elements frustrate the shit out of me because it's like you, this is not what you planned for. You just, this, this is something that you incorporated and it doesn't work no, guys. It, it's like the Batmobile driving in the Batman Arkham game. I'm like, I didn't want to drive a fucking tank that doesn't move like a car. Yes. It's very it, it, like it, it, that kind of a thing. I was excited about that game until I had to fucking do that. And I'm like, this sucks. And so it, so it, fantastic game. The combat is the combat is great. Uh, my my one complaint about some of the combat elements is that the difficulty, the the difficulty will randomly ramp up, and it'll go from perfectly like I can deal with what's going on in front of me and around me to what the fuck just happened. How did I get one shot? Uh, and that normally is when there's a boss fight. Neat. Yeah. Um, I, it's it, it, and I it, I've started to figure it, it's taken me 25 plus hours 
of like paying attention to what's going on in the stronger fights and why those go south so quickly um because like the normal zombie fights you can just mash buttons uh, all day long and you're fine uh but in the boss fights you actually have to employ tactics <laughs> you maybe have to kite somebody around a room uh because if he gets too close he will he will one or two shot you <laughs> But if you're if you're dragging him around a room while dealing with ads, uh, it, it it goes a little easier. So that that is my that is my complaint about the difficulty. Uh, it just that it ramps, uh, like it's it's almost vertical sometimes in how the difficulty just goes from zero to a hundred plus. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, the weapon variety is delightful as well. Uh, and it's... Chad, you played the first one, right? Sure did. Okay. And from the sounds of things, you, you liked it as well. I did. I did enjoy the first one. So, and we we had talked about this. We had talked about this one previously, and that, uh, and I I made mention of how it wasn't quite as open world as the first one. Uh, but it doesn't feel closed. Like okay. it, instead of instead of being able to go from one end of the world to the other, it's it's maybe like six city blocks worth of area now, uh, in a section. Okay. Metro City, kinda like it's like, it, but it like instead of being able to go all through the world <clears throat> as kind of one massive area, it's it's chunked off, and there's like twelve different areas of town that you can go to. Some of them are are certainly way bigger than others, um, but there's there's absolutely plenty of real estate to cover. I think in in Borderlands too. Uh, Three. Was that three? Yeah. Uh, Electro City was my second favorite area. Behind uh, Athena's, of course. Yeah, I could see that. That's a, that's a fun little area. So. Well, yeah, that would be plenty of space to run around. Yeah, and, so there's. You know, plenty there, of place to hide in. Well, and know, that's. And it's not just. just it's also not just outside. Like, there's. Uh, there will be maybe a ramp that goes down into a parking garage that's like underneath a building or uh, the a door to a building will be open and you can go in there and there's maybe two floors worth of shit that you can run around in. So it, it's not just the outside world. There's still plenty of inside stuff to go do as well. You can't go in. You can't go in every building, but you couldn't go in every building before. And honestly, I think it would get exhausting if you could, because then then there might be too much. Uh, I see that. Out of uh, curiosity, World of Warcraft, you would go from one zone to another zone, and it would, there was no load screens. Right. What was the difference there between like a Borderlands where I can't just walk in from you know processing power. Uh, well, I think it also has to do with how the games are coded, uh, because you can go from one area to the other without, without there being a load screen, but how far past the horizon is the game actually loaded? Good point. Because that, that's, that's another, like, 
dumb thing. Well, it's dumb and clever at the same time that uh, game makers incorporate in. Like, oh, I have to squeeze through this tiny gap. And so, it, you know, my character crouches down and moves super, super slow through this gap to get from this room to the next room. Yeah, that was because they needed a load screen and didn't want to put one there. They will use those transitions from area to area that are innocuous and kind of already out in the open in place of a load screen. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that uh, No Man's Sky does really well. Like, the only time you would have what I would call is a hard load screen is when you're transitioning between solar systems. Like at that point, you know, you're sitting there, you can't do anything, you are just traveling, your your controller is dead. Um, that's it though. Like that's the only time during that game that you have a quote unquote hard load screen. Um, everything else, you know, you're just loading as you go. Um, and you don't really notice it because you're loading as you go. Um, you know, when you're, when you're flying to a planet, you can move, you can change course, but it's like, it's loading space around you the closer you get to it. So sometimes you might feel like some odd lag, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. But it's not the worst thing. Yeah, I really did like the way that they started that game and then everybody, like, they screwed up the opening, you know, right. when the game started. I feel like they really did a good job rebounding. Like, I didn't play when it first came out, but, like, I had a friend who was talking about it the whole time, and it was, like, how awesome they were trying to do with stuff. And then they failed at that, and then I was kind of like, all right, well, whatever. But every time I play it, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good sign. So, uh, Chad, an aspect of this game that I think you'll like, uh, it, because it... It, it fits your wildly creative sort of how you like to build characters the way you want to build a character. Yeah. So there are six different characters to choose from, uh, which is two more than the previous option, previous games. Um, okay. And it does feature uh, a returning character uh, as an NPC. Uh, you remember Sam? Yes. Sammy B, the hoodoo you voodoo bitch. Yep. Yeah. Uh he's in it. Uh he's he's a he is a big deal character, but he's not he's not the main character. You're you're the main character. Uh he he's okay. just he's there and he does stuff and uh he contributes to the story, which is kind of nice. Uh nice. but so it, there are six different characters. Each one has uh, their own special skill. Uh, and that is what sets them, that is what it, it just in and of themselves sets them apart. And they've got 
they've got their own special skill and their statting is a little bit different. Like one will have stronger defense or better agility or better stamina recovery. So, so they, the, the intention there, I think is that they're all going to feel different. And I imagine they probably will. I, I'm excited to go back and try a different character. I love the character I'm playing. I'm playing Danny. She's like this British punk rock chick. Uh, okay. I, she, her special ability is when she does a heavy attack, it makes a small explosion uh, that has an AOE effect. And okay. I, and I, I just like it because if you use a weapon that's got enough force with it, it can knock other people down. Uh, so I, I liked her because she came with sort of built-in crowd control. And it's a zombie game, so you know there's going to be crowds. Right. So I figured that was just a, that seemed a safe option to start with. Uh, and then the character progression in this, you gain experience just like you did in the other ones. Uh, but you don't have like skill trees or anything. You just like when you level up, you your hit point max changes and some of your other stats might might adjust as well. Uh, but as you level up and progress through the story, you unlock, you you build your loadout for skills. <laughs> That's not even completely an accurate way to put it. Uh, you've got these cards that you unlock, like the they're it's just abilities, but it's like a, a it it looks they the aesthetic is that they look like cards. Okay. And just as you go, you unlock more and more of these, and each one each one represents some facet of an ability. Uh, maybe it'll give you a specific, like a, a damage bonus against a specific type of enemy, or under a specific circumstance, or uh, or it'll like it'll make your jump kicks uh, have a ton more force and do extra damage. And so you you can completely customize how your character plays for you uh, through that. Uh, and then, of course, there's the deep weapon customization of crafting, yeah. uh, of finding your random thing out in the world and then crafting from that. Uh, and that that feels just as rewarding as it did in the first game. Nice. So, I mean... That was oh, my favorite part of the first game. Yeah, the that... That has has translated uh, very well. Uh, I think if I had any complaint about the weapon system, it's that while there is a really good variety, uh, sometimes it feels like I keep seeing the same two or three weapons. Okay. But it's like, it, that happened in the other game. It's like, oh, because I, I remember many times in the other game, it's like, oh, a baseball bat. Oh, another baseball bat well let's try over here cool a third baseball bat so it's not like it's it's not like this is a new thing because right. the, it's the rng of of the drop system so okay. now my biggest complaint and this is not unique to me uh i saw something online that it, this is a common complaint i will be doing something and a fucking zombie will spawn right behind me Okay. This is not a sometime. This is a frequently 
kind of thing. Like it, it, it there there was one time where I was trying to I was trying to do something. I don't remember what it was. And it's like I would start to but it had like a long activation. And so I would start it and the zombie would spawn behind me, hit me and interrupt what I was doing. So I'd kill the zombie, turn around, start again. And another fucking zombie would spawn and hit me again. It's kind of garbage. Right. That was super frustrating. Um, I did have the fun experience yesterday for the first time. And as of now, I've got like almost 40 hours in. Um, I turned a corner and a zombie spawned in front of me and I watched the zombie spawn in and it looked it looked like a character uh, getting beamed somewhere on Star Trek. Okay. Like the way they the, the kind of way they phased in, it, it looked like that. Uh, and I couldn't help but laugh. Nice. But aside from the weird spawning issue and the periodic difficult, like just absolutely maddening difficulty spike, like it, this is the first time in a long time that a game but uh, like got me so pissed off I almost uh, I almost uh, acted out wow yeah it was uh, I was like man what what the fuck is going on I haven't uh, I haven't had a game make me this upset since a long time hmm. uh, so uh, but but then uh, it, it ends up feeling super rewarding when I'm finally able to crack the code of getting around a guy. Um, as it should, I think. Uh, and usually, usually the trick there is to find some gimmicky way to uh, change the weapon I'm using and the skills I've got loaded up to find some way around the, the new monstrosity's defenses. But I absolutely recommend it. I will have to check it out. And if you're super concerned, I welcome to come over and give it a try as well. Okay. I'd yeah. Yeah. That's you're absolutely welcome to do that. Um, ooh, ooh, okay. I've been meaning to bring this up for three weeks now. Um, so we love Epic Spell Wars. We do. Uh, we, we love the first one. I, I don't know that we've had enough exposure to love the second one. I love what I've seen of it so far. Um, but that's obviously not a game I could play with the boy. Correct. Because, see, sometimes I make the good choice. Uh, it, it, that's probably one of the few times uh, where it's just like, no, buddy, can't play that game with you. Uh, but, uh, like, yeah, like I, playing D&D with Dylan's kids and Uncle Ray dropping F-bombs every time. Just every nonstop. <laughs> just <laughs> non-fucking stop. God, uh, fucking guy. So annoying. Just runs his, just constantly saying fuck. 
What is wrong with me? I don't I don't fucking know, man. So uh I don't it was like last year or something. Um uh, one of the random things I backed on Kickstarter was uh Cryptozoic was doing this tenth year anniversary uh deck builder. This is another DC deck builder, but uh, they were incorporating the brawl elements of Epic Spell Wars. Hmm. So it's kind of Epic Spell Wars skinned as DC uh, DC's Injustice. See that working? The interaction is what really makes that much better, and I think that agreed. Some of the other deck builders were missing because, like, I enjoy some of the deck building options. Uh, like, that you got to start making decisions, but like, the fighting part really just took that and made it like, yep, yeah. And it's that is life. that is absolutely what is in this game. So I I'm I kind of want to get a chance to try this one. I I, I know that. I know that uh, not everybody is a huge DC fan, so it doesn't resonate quite the same. But I, I certainly would love to give this one a try as well, because it's a little different. That won't hold. That won't hold me back. I mean, it's a it's a little bit like it's a little different from from the Epic Spell Wars, uh, in that it's the inclusion of uh, you the players like the the. The people who are playing the game against one another you could be you can be heroes or villains um because th that is an option and like the the boss stack that you would work your way through um is also both heroes and villains hmm. you know both your deck right yes okay. well it's just like snap you can run magneto right next to you know, all the people he fights against. I was just uh, making sure there wasn't like some kind of like, oh, but you got a penalty if you end up with this at the end of the game type of thing. And then um, like uh, the the thing that makes it sort of similar but different than the uh, Epic Spell Wars is that uh, like with, with the initial setup, instead of getting you know, multiple wizards and then multiple wizard abilities. You just get a couple of different superhero choices in each one of them. They have their own associated special uh, special power that they kind of come with. Okay. Is Batman going to whip his dick out? Uh, I mean, maybe. If you ask nice. So I have to say, uh, speaking of deck building games that we enjoy. Um, I had your Sentinels of the Multiverse here for a little bit. Yes. And Chaz and I played. Um, I think I have a new favorite uh, character to play. Yeah? Uh, Expatriate? Oh, yeah. Uh, That's when you were rocking, wasn't it? Yes the 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 night that the time we got together and you weren't able to come, so yeah, that yeah, that was I played her and all yeah she's a good time. Yeah, uh, it felt really brutal to get uh, double barrel shotgun, and just like we just chewed through shit. Yes, 
that I think that's the one where I was playing the uh, draw guy, and I just kept feeding you, <laughs> so you would have cards in your hand. Yes, you you kept feeding me so that I had cards because I she has a bunch of abilities that you can pitch cards to. Yep. And he kept giving me a bunch of card draw so that I had shit to feed her with. Nice. Yeah, there, there was definitely a nice symbiotic uh, relationship we had going, and I think it that made the difference really because without that, you would have you would have had like turns where you just kind of stalled, but. Uh, or well, yeah, it, it, that that's exactly what would have happened. It would have it would have been uh, very bursty. Otherwise, that's the thing about that game, though. It's very much like you either are going to die in one turn or you're going to eat it out. But everything's up in the air until the turn that it happens. Yeah, it's definitely a foolish media favorite. And I think that holds true with both the old and the new version. Yeah. My preference is the new version because it just feels more more balanced. I, I've said this before. It feels more balanced for a group. It, oh, absolutely. It, like this one feels like it's designed with multiple people playing together. Whereas the other one, it's like you're five people who are sort of doing something together at a table, but you're not necessarily a team. <laughs> you 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 have your problems. You're just you're five loosely associated individuals who are kind of working for one goal, maybe sort of. Whereas yeah. this, like you, I don't know. It, even with like the weird, the weirdest combinations we've had so far of groupings, uh, it still felt like we were a team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to sit down and have uh, the Templar that I enjoy and Expatriate and Ra and... Like, I like that Crimson Dynamo Iron Man guy I was playing last time. Yeah, like... He was and, fun. And just, like, take on some hard-ass shit because... I think we did, didn't we? Didn't we, Jeff? We took on one we've, of the. We've yeah, uh, we've we have periodically we've done that. We've took on like one of the hardest things. Like that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, we, but I think. Well, that was when you had the synergy. I think that. Came yeah. Out. Oh yeah, yeah. One of us survived. Right. I think the other two like did their burster uh, attacks so that the last guy could finish it off, but. Uh, that was our very that was our first game that night cuz i was playing uh i don't remember his name but he he was just nothing but bad luck for himself yeah but helped everybody else that, yeah uh and that one i absolutely made the sacrifice play at the end uh because i did i was doing the mental math and saw that if i sacrificed myself we could end it and get the overall win yeah, I I think Sentinels of the Multiverse has has kind of taken things in a really good direction. Um, as far I I guess it's not really a deck building game so much as it's just a co op game. But 
God, I just fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's it was definitely a good get. It's something we can always sit down and and play, and everyone has a good time, even if they weren't the guy dealing the killing blow. Yeah, right. And honestly, Epic Spell Wars kind of the same thing. I mean, I hated deck builders because I think that Penny Arcade one just ruined me. It's like, okay, I'll sit here and do nothing while everyone else does their turn. And then, oh, it's time to count. Okay, I lost. Right. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything happening. But Epic Spell Wars comes along and, like, there's humor and there's interaction and things I do will affect the other guy's points. Look at that. Other right. than I bought that thing before he could buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Which was just sad face. Yeah, that that's definitely a, a flaw of a lot of deck building games. I mean, that can't be the only deciding factor between two people is who got the last one of that or who got more of that card. Right. So I know we're getting close to the end. I would like to talk about a movie that I watched. Oh, yeah. Head okay. at it. Go at it, and then I'll just be quiet until we're done. <laughs> this, this is... A, I cannot recommend this movie high enough. Called the Black Phone. Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for this. As in, I knew it was that. I'm just lazy. I read the. I read the story. Okay, so it stars Ethan Hawke mm -hmm. and Jeremy Davies, who's more like a supporting actor. Uh, and it is the story of a evil, terrible human being who kidnaps children, uh, mainly uh, preteen and teenage boys. Um, and there's some supernatural elements. There's some psychic elements. Uh, but God damn, Athena hated the movie. She was so mad at the end of it. I loved it. Oh, damn. That's a chat ending. Um, actually, not actually, actually, I know the ending. I, I, I haven't read it or seen it. I want, I, I, I want and intend to do both. I'm familiar with the ending. The, the ending is absolutely not a Chad ending. Not at all. <laughs> it is the opposite of a Chad ending. <laughs> um, it is, I mean, like, yeah, they could have ended the movie like five minutes earlier and I would have been happier whatever who cares but like the the final showdown is just unbelievable in in the best ways possible and the i don't even want to call it a twist there is a oh shit moment that happens to kind of like kick off the final act and you're just like left realizing this 
all could have been over in the first act had one thing played out differently. And it's so, it's fucking brilliant. Especially what is because, that? What is that on? I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, uh, it's on Prime. Mm -hmm. Okay. I originally like I watched the preview and I was like, "Oh wow, that's Ethan Hawke starring in that." But you don't see Ethan Hawke's face for ninety percent of the movie. All the so scenes you, he's you see the guy in the mask. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is the bad guy. Which I'm trying to think of another film I saw him in where he was the the big bad. I mean, there was Moon Knight. Yeah, but oh yeah, that's recent though. Yeah. That's a little different. Well, I it is a it, well it, yes, it's different, but at the same time, I I think that was the beginning of his villain the the villain phase of his career. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he does a fucking spectacular job. He he spends 90% of the film acting behind a mask. And I at no point needed his face to convey the emotion or... I look forward to him in season three of The Mandalorian. <laughs> yes, I I gotta say, um, one hundred percent. Go watch the movie. It's rated six point nine out of ten on IMDb, and like I'm not saying it needs to be a ten, but I'm saying it's probably closer to the high sevens in my opinion. Well, it's probably genre preference there. Or some kind of trigger warning that that keeps it from going higher. Um, I cannot recommend that movie any more than what I am already trying to. Recommend it. it was it was a great, great time, great flick. Wow. I watched something. I I'm trying to remember what it was. I watched something recently, Chad, and I thought of you. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was it was the ending honestly i was like oh chad would chad would like how that would that turned out uh it, it was it was an ending that you would have found satisfactory and i also was able to uh, at the time find satisfactory which is not normally the case uh no so yeah i, I guess it's it's a, it's a batch of weird and i can't remember what the fuck it was i can't remember because i <laughs> The past couple of weeks, uh, with me being uh, as as uh, sickly as I have been uh, recently, I have been watching like a lot, just an absolute shitload of stuff, um, movies, TV, <laughs> movies, series, uh, just a bunch of stuff. Uh, like I'll, I'll work my way through way too much. Uh, like there was the day that I was just like, I'm going to watch all the John Wick movies. Okay. Uh, and it was like that was a good day. Um, so, a, a, 
Oh, God damn it. Was it a foreign film? It might have it might have been one of the foreign films I've watched recently. Okay. Um, if if you like a good martial arts movie, that's it may be a little John Wicky. Uh, Kill Boxoon on Netflix. Okay. It is Korean. Uh, wonderful. Okay. Uh, if you love Idris Elba the way I do, uh, there's a new Luther movie on Netflix. I, I like that series, and I've been hesitant to, to start. I thought it was a new series. Nope, it is a, it's it's a just over two hour movie, and it picks up after it. Like it 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 picks up after the last the last season ended, which the last season ends with him in prison. Yeah, he, he's no Hugh Grant, but uh, no, he is not. He's 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 pretty decent. Idris fucking Elba, English that English yeah. actor. Uh, and so the like, this is uh, is really good. Andy Circus is the bad guy, hmm. and I uh, and I I I would like to think at this point I don't need to point out that Andy Circus is a pretty good bad guy. Uh, I believe the old man rant mentioned Andy Circus, probably. Uh, but like he is, he is the bad guy. He does a portion of the movie. Uh, there, there is a portion of this where you don't see his face. Okay. Like he's still, he's still there and doing things and he's just got to kind of convey it all with body language. So that's, I think uh, he can pull that off. I know. Uh, and I don't so, know if, if there's a few people that could, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty then, sure. There's also a large portion of the movie where he just has awful hair. Okay. I I don't know how else to describe it. It's just it's just fucking awful. Uh, but it it's a it is a fun movie. I think the Netflix Netflix blurb described it as uh, oh god, it was they were like mashing up two different genres, and it was like the Dark Knight meets. Uh, was it the Dark Knight meets John Wick? This is the Luther movie. Yeah, it's uh, like it is. Oh. It is very different from the. It, it like, it's it's the same 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 characters, bunch of the same it's, people. It's been a long time since I watched that series. It's it's a bunch of like it's a bunch of the same people. Uh, but it's uh, it it is very much a a much more action or like a. Whereas the the show would do the slow build of their case over two or three episodes, yeah, uh, it, a little more cerebral. This one is uh, far more action oriented, and there is like there is way more uh, like way more going like action going on than any of the build uh, that you would have been used to. Uh, but it's still. It's still like there's still that cerebral element to it because it's it, 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 it it's almost un, un it's it's never explicitly stated that they're kind of working against a clock, but it always feels like they are. Uh, speaking of Ildris Elba, uh, I, I there is a British talk show. I forget the guy's name, but he always has like. All the actors on, and it's Graham British Norton. TV. It's Graham, Graham Norton. Norton. Yes, and uh, he's doing an interview with Kate Winslet, I think it was, and Ildris Elba, and they're talking about a movie they did, 
and uh, they had a love scene. Yes. And she had to keep her socks on because uh, he has a thing about feet. And it wasn't that he didn't like feet. <laughs> but if she took her socks off, it made the scene really uncomfortable to do. <laughs> So okay. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, she was also the ex- like she was also the the like onset expert or the like the onset sex scene expert because the director had never shot a sex scene, Idris Elba had never like done a sex scene, and so she was the expert because she had in something previously, uh, and so she was having to she was having to, to like direct. She was having to direct the director for part of it. Hey, it takes a village. Right. Because uh, it was like, he, he, cause he was, I guess, just not shooting the scene in, a, in the best cinematic way, which never done it before. Makes sense. Oh. Yeah, I, that, I, that Graham Norton show is always fucking hilarious. It's going to be a good time. Oh, all right. We have run incredibly long. Um uh, But yes, we but we've been, yeah. yeah, we've been super short the past few weeks, so I think that evens yeah. out. Uh anybody got any parting uh parting thoughts? Super excited for the TPK. Me too. I got ideas about that. Uh, this, is gonna be so, this is gonna be so bad uh yeah i'm very excited uh very excited so am i uh because i think we've defied your expectations multiple times i'm just gonna say there's a way through rib cage sure shortest way to a man's heart There you go, folks. Ribcage is the shortest way to get at somebody's heart. So you can pull those heartstrings with your fingers. Uh, man, that got that got darker than I had intended. Uh, we'll be back next week, everybody. Be excellent to each other. Don't uh, don't go through people's rib cages. Uh, that was yeah. Uh, yeah bye. Unless they're hiding candy. Oh yeah, it's true. If there's candy in there, wait, no, that doesn't. I don't. Probably shouldn't do that. I don't know. We at Foolish Media do not advocate violence. Man. Um.